0: And welcome to the weekly check-in podcast with your host, Tim Prendergast. We're living in very different times at the moment. So each week, let's take a glimpse into the lives of some of our colleagues, finding out a little bit about well-being and how that's being optimised, find out how people are adapting to this new way of living, find out some top tips along the way with some good news stories as well, and a whole lot more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Welcome in to the CCB Weekly Check-In Podcast, Episode 12. My name is Tim Prendergast, recording this one on Tuesday, June the 15th, from a somewhat wet and rainy southwest London, where I am. I know it's uh, very sunny uh, where my guest is today. It's a huge welcome in uh, to Nick Bonnet. Nick, hi. Hi, Tim. How are you? I am very good, thank you. And you are very welcome onto the... Uh, the weekly check-in podcast. Uh, Nick, we'll we'll, we'll get straight into it. Um, I'm sure everyone within CCB has received an email or two from you over the last uh, few weeks. But just for our audience, could you maybe start by sort of telling us a little bit about yourself and specifically the role that you have within CCB?
1: Yeah, no problem at all, Tim. Thank you. So um, I head up the the risk oversight team uh, within CCB, which is part of the uh, risk oversight and business assurance uh, team. Under under Kevin Moyer and uh, Chris Fallis, and we cover well, I think it's fair to say a plethora of topics uh, within the team. And um, as you've rightly pointed out, um, it probably wouldn't be a week in in CCB if you didn't receive an email from myself or, or one of the team members. And um, we cover um, lots of topics, as I say, particularly around business continuity. And we've been kind of heading up the the operational response uh, for COVID uh, for CCB. So making sure that our colleagues are supported um, throughout this time, uh, particularly in terms of working from home. We cover operational risk, uh, conduct risk, third-party suppliers. There are a number of third-party suppliers that we actually service manage uh, within the team. Um, Incident management is also another key uh, topic in the team. So whenever there is a technical uh, issue that, that impacts CCB, or a system uh, goes down. And um, I'm sure Tim, you you like probably other people on Friday perhaps um, experience some issues with RAS. Um, and it's kind of my team will get involved in those conversations with IT to try and fully understand not only the impact to our colleagues and our customers, um, but also kind of what we're doing to, to rectify that so we can communicate accordingly, whether it be with
0: our internal colleagues or, or our clients as well. Brilliant. Um, you mentioned the covid response of which you were you know really at the at the helm uh in terms of that and the the working from home and i'm sure as we and at some time in the future reflect back on that and how quickly uh we adapted um there'll certainly be you know justified and and a lot of um, patting ourselves on the back because um a huge uh, effort done and 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 congratulations for 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 assisting and making that happen for you on a personal level though the last 3 months having to to work from home on a on a permanent basis how has that been and what sort of insights have you gleaned in terms of some some silver linings and some positive things that have come out of that
1: yeah i, I think for me too it's if i'm being completely honest and for those who know me they know i will be because i i pretty much wear my heart on my sleeve um and i'm i'm not ashamed of that i'd say I've certainly been on the, the corona coaster, as I believe is the, the the correct terminology. I'd say certainly for the first three to four weeks, um, I didn't cope very well personally, if I'm being frank. Um it was kind of I think long hours um and I think television and um alcohol certainly were involved and certainly helped. Um, but actually once it kind of got over the the all joking aside, the, the hump of it all, um it, I've actually taken quite a lot of positives out of it, Tim, because for me, it's given me the opportunity to spend more time with the family. So uh, I'm uh, married to Karen, who is also part of CCB. Uh, she works in the wider Coup uh, team, and we've got two children, uh, Connor, who's uh, going to be eight next month, and Olivia, who turns three uh, during uh, lockdown. And kind of given all the, the, the travel I do with with my job pre COVID, um I rarely kind of saw saw them if I'm being honest, kind of in terms of I'd wake up and leave uh the house before either of them kind of went to school or, or to nursery and I'd come home and they'd be kind of getting ready for 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 bed and, and having dinner. So so purely from a selfish perspective, I've I've taken a lot of positives out of this because I've you know I've got to see um, you know, I'm getting to see my kids more, I'm getting to spend more time with Karen and we can sort more things around the house. And, um, but also I kind of, I think I said this to, to my, um, to one of my family members a couple of weeks ago, for me, like particularly Olivia, you know, she's gone into lockdown a baby and she's coming out of it, um, a young little girl. And that for me, you know, being able to have that time and see that has been, you know, it, it's something I will never, ever get back. And I'm so glad. I've been here to to see that really, and then kind of another kind of positive aspect which has really helped me through this this time and still does to this day, Tim, is um, um, keeping my personal training up. So pre-COVID, I had a personal trainer who I would go and see uh, two to to three times a week, and uh, my personal trainer has kept on during uh, during the lockdown. So she's been sending me kind of daily uh, daily workouts, which, as I say, those first three four weeks, I probably did sparingly shall we say and um, but actually as 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 the months have gone on i'm now doing it religiously without fail so probably about half eight nine o'clock every morning um i'm i'm doing my kind of personal training session for half an hour uh, and that kind of clears my head for the day um, helps me see straight um, and kind of also kind of keeps me keeps me in a, a kind of a good positive mood particularly during these these trouble times
0: Fantastic! Some great insights there, Nick. So, um furlough, new normal now. Corona coaster. <laughs> add to the, the to the COVID nineteen vocabulary. Indeed, indeed. Um, you did mention television, and uh, as a as a, a frequent listener to the podcast, I know you uh, enjoy this piece. Um, and I'm actually, I think, a little action point for me out of this. I might sort of start to create a little CCB Spotify list out of all the recommendations that we have. Um, but in the in the spirit of the podcast, Nick, hit us with some recommendations—be them box sets, movies, albums, books, whatever you have for us.
1: Okay, so um, probably a little bit different from my perspective to begin with, Tim. In terms of uh, we have kind of a family tradition that we started, well, we started a couple of months ago, uh, pre-COVID, and um, we have a Saturday night movie night in our family. So this and this was a suggestion of my son Connor, whereby. Um, the, we get the kids kind of bathed um, and clean early on in uh, on a saturday afternoon and then we kind of all just jump on the sofa um and uh and we watch a movie with dinner on our on our laps Um we we rotate the choice so one week i choose the next week karen chooses the week after connor and so on, and then olivia and um, and it obviously has to be child friendly because given the audience so um it's kind of given karen and i the chance to almost kind of relive our youth a little bit in terms of um, going through all the Disney films. So if you think of the vast array of of kind of Disney films um, that that are there, it's kind of given us that that chance, really. So anything by Disney, I'd certainly recommend, particularly to those who are listening who have children. Um, And then kind of obviously when the kids have gone to bed, um, I'd say Karen and I are big, big, I'd say, um, kind of suckers for a good American kind of uh, uh, drama. So probably you've you've heard of a, a couple already in, on previous weeks. So I myself like The West Wing, uh, The Wire, 24. And I actually watched 24 when it was originally, and not many people will know this, it was originally on BBC Two. When it first came out back in the day, um, it was on BBC Two. Um, and I was watching it kind of live week by week, which looking back now kind of wasn't fun because you so say you've got the ability of the box sets now. Um, but we're particularly kind of watching on Sky, we're watching Chicago Fire and Chicago PD. Um, so right. Chicago Fire, obviously following the the, the, the lives of, of uh, the, the men and women who are, are firefighters in Chicago. And then Chicago PD um, is the kind of police department and they, they kind of interlink and intertwine storylines, which is really good. And I'd say my, probably my, my overall favourite of that um, is probably Criminal Minds. I'm an absolute sucker for criminal minds it's been going for i think 15 15 series and it ended this year which i was absolutely gutted about um but yeah criminal minds is probably my, my favorite that goes up there and the, the kind of final one from me as well tim that i'd highly recommend that i'm actually halfway through is on netflix uh, it's called money heist i don't know if you've come across okay. this tim yet. um no so it's uh it's a it's a spanish uh program it's been dubbed uh, with with, uh, with with English over it, and it's about a, a group of uh, thieves who are pulled together by a, a kind of an evil mastermind to uh, to rob the um, the central Spanish bank. And um, so it's kind of how they've planned it, and he's literally tried to think of every single connotation of how it could go wrong, and then has kind of a a backup plan. And um, so he actually puts them in lockdown for kind of forty days prior to the. The robbery and it's kind of now showing kind of what happens after that so that's, that's one I'd, I'd certainly recommend oh
0: brilliant now oh, there's a and just really really quickly are there, is there any
1: yeah so from a music perspective i've kind of tried to relive my my youth a bit because i i grew up in the the 80s and the 90s uh and i'm a i'm a an absolute sucker for any any music from that from those eras so i've kind of gone back and started to um listen to the to the music a bit more so obviously from from the 80s perspective and kind of a bit of the 70s as well i'm a huge kind of fan of the boss so bruce springsteen Um i can yeah. while away a whole afternoon listening to, to bruce um also neil Diamond. that's a, a hugely popular uh, singer in our family and then the 90s i was a i was a huge huge fan of r&b um, particularly growing up in the 90s so there's a number of albums i won't list them them now uh tim but i yeah uh, for all, all these kind of my classics classic r&b albums from from uh from the 90s that that's kind of
0: how i i pass some of my my free time away brilliant now you would have noticed um the last couple of weeks we've started to Build some some new questions into the podcast, and really curious to take the opportunity uh, to to ask the guests around career progression. So it'd be really nice just to hear a little bit about your sort of background to you know how you've got to to, to managing the team that you're in, um, and also any tips or, or advice that you might give you know anyone listening who wants to you know is keen to develop in advance. Yep. Okay.
1: Um. I probably did a kind of really bizarre career, if I'm being honest, Tim. Um, so I am old Alliance and Leicester. And so obviously Santander uh, bought them out at the kind of the end of the, the noughties. And um, I've been with the bank for kind of 14, nearly 15 years. And my journey kind of it started in finance. So I actually started in finance, again, with a corporate and commercial angle. So my um, first job with Alliance and Leicester was to oversee... Um, the uh, cash discrepancies with G4S so this was where um, if you think of obviously the, the whole end-to-end G4S journey whereby um, we'd go and collect the cash from the uh, corporate clients we'd deposit it in the cash centre, we'd count the money and if there there's any discrepancies we'd uh, we'd review those uh, with G4S so that's kind of where I started my, my journey and I've been through um, Alliance Leicester operations as it was then, kind of how you would probably know it as Santander Operations Now or uh, or Geoban. Um, and then kind of um, I've been through uh, prepaid cards, old kind of INTB with kind of cash and ATMs. And then back in kind of 2009, 2010, that's when I originally joined uh, the original coup area um, and with a kind of an operational risk lens. So I, I kind of was looking at the operational risk framework um, and i 'd say i 've been quite lucky uh, in my time, Tim, where I suppose for most of the time i 've been in the right place at the right time um, and i 've kind of known the right people to 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 kind of side with as well um, and then kind of how I ended up where I am now is I moved on to um, to the banking reform project for twelve months um, and that kind of gave me a greater insight into the wider piece how all kind of the different business areas all interact and and obviously the, the the legislation that we were trying to implement and after my kind of 12 months of comments on there i ended up in the role that i'm in now and um, three years ago and given the opportunity to build the team so it started with just me and um, i've been given the uh the, the, the great opportunity to build the team into to what it is now and a, a team of kind of, of 10 FTE strong of, and, and to support and what we do i'd say my kind of biggest kind of advice, really, piece of advice I can give to people listening, particularly who are kind of looking to to, to, to make that journey and make that leap is I'm a, a an avid listener of the TED Talks. I don't know if you've come across these, uh, Tim. Um, obviously, yeah, the, cool. the, the, the TED Talks in America, um, I listen to those um, oh, every week, um, and they've given me kind of hints and tips um, along the way to kind of support me in my career. Um, but also, I've listen to my line managers along the way each of my line managers has given me something given me a a kind of tool to the armory as it were to to kind of maybe change the way i would i would do something in where or maybe think about how i would um how i'd maybe react to a certain situation and um, so my kind of my advice to people would be certainly certainly listen to your line manager because um you know in in 90 percent of the the cases They've kind of been there, done it, and they've also got the T-shirt. So,
0: so listen to what they've got to say as well. Yeah, fantastic. Some great advice there. Thanks, Nick. Um, now we're going to go on to the quick fire round. <laughs> uh, five questions, five scenarios. Okay. Uh, let's get straight into it. So it's one o'clock. It's downtime hour. So you, you've nipped down for some lunch. You've checked the cupboards. There's not much there. There's only a tin of baked beans and a tin of spaghetti. What do we go spaghetti. for? Spaghetti every day. Cats or dogs? Cats. Now, you've only got two radio stations to choose from. Absolute 80s or absolute 90s? Oh, that's a cool question. Oh, um... 90s. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) What's better, watching golf or paint dry? Golf. And finally, knowing you're a Liverpool supporter, Man U or Man City? (laughs) I'm going to plead the fifth, Tim, and say neither. (laughs) 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 <laughs> I was about to say you've been a great sport today Nick but I'm not sure uh, is that. <laughs> um, no it has been brilliant and I know there's been some uh, I mean it's the, the purity really Of um, I mean last week uh, interviewing Hannah the post, post he arrived the dog was barking and uh, it's all part of the rich tapestry of the, the world we live in at the moment so um, you've yeah, been the consummate professional Um, one last piece though and it's always nice at the end of the podcast just to Give uh, our leaders the opportunity to 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 make a bit of a shout out to to some people in their world that are doing some some real sterling work around the business. So, um, yeah, I'll leave the the last couple of minutes to you, Nick, just to to, to do that. Oh, perfect, Tim. Thank
1: you. Um, or oh, I
0: could go on. I, I, this list is endless.
1: If I'm being honest, Tim, but I'll try and keep it as brief as possible. I'd say, firstly, just a huge shout out to to, to the team, uh, really, the Risk Oversight team. They know who they are and they have been absolutely fantastic. And particularly uh, in the early days, um, I'd say kind of Nick and Carl kind of assisting me um, with the kind of the initial response, but also the rest of the team as well, because I think one thing that's kind of been probably slightly glossed over a little bit is um, the BAU. There's a lot of individuals who've actually been doing their BAU role and that doesn't perhaps kind of of get the recognition that it, it should do really. So to the rest of the team, um kind of I'd say just a huge thank you from me, kind of Ollie, uh Laura, Charlotte, uh, Matt, Joe, Andrew, uh, Adnan, and, and Greg, you know, the people who kind of keep the um the, the, the BAU going. Um and then probably just a couple of other shout-outs, really, um uh Tim as well, is that there's been a couple of people who've just I'd say taken the time just to kind of um uh, check in with me really because i you know, I'm conscious that we as a team are, uh, are busy like we all are but I'd particularly like just to say thank you to Alex Rice, uh, Rachel North and Alison Moulton because um, they just took the time out of their kind of own diaries really just to kind of say look are you okay you know is there anything we can do and um, I'd like to also thank the business managers as well across all the areas Tim because particularly in the early days, they dropped everything and they kind of helped gather the, the information. So it's a huge thank you, uh, shout out to those guys. And then kind of finally, um, probably just a, um, a big shout out to Karen Harvey, who's one of the business assurance managers. Um, I kind of won't go into uh, massive detail, but Karen was there kind of, I'd say, kind of during one of my darker periods of lockdown and then really kind of helped me see a, a certain situation in a completely different way. Um, so just a a huge thank you to her and finally Tim uh, just a massive thank you to kind of Kevin and Chris really who have kind of been so so supportive not only to me personally and to the team um, but also kind of trying to you know in the speed of making decisions to try and assist our our wider colleagues Um, and obviously you know Kevin's had quite a a kind of difficult time not only because the business assurance managers have had to change their day jobs and kind of complete the assurance on doing the Sybils and the Clibbles piece, which, you know, I think a, a huge thank you and a huge shout out to those guys for doing that. But also, obviously, we had the the, um, the our, our commercial clients uh, team join us as well. So we've kind of had a, almost kind of a, a mini restructure in the middle of it all as well. So just a, a huge
0: thank you to those two as well. Fantastic. Well said, Nick. And um, yeah, huge thank you to you for everything that um, you, know, you continue to do uh, as well. And a huge thanks for you to you for joining us on uh, the weekly chicken podcast. It's been a, it's been a, a great few minutes. And, and thanks again for, for your Shane, time. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very
1: much, and thank you very much for the opportunity as well.
0: Thank you very much, Nick. What a pleasant conversation that was. My only regret as an interviewer was not to push a little bit harder to let Liverpool fan uh, to get a definitive answer out of that Manchester United or Man City preference. Um, I dare say so you probably wouldn't have been able to live it down had you uh, answered that question. Those of you who are astute listeners would have also noticed a little, a slight faux pas from myself at the top of the show. Uh, I think I referenced the date as being Tuesday, June the 15th, of course, the last time... That happened was 2015, uh, so you are in 2020. In fact, I got my days wrong. It is Tuesday, June the 16th, as I record. Going out to most of you in our fortnightly weekly wellbeing newsletter tomorrow, Wednesday, June the 17th. Hey, thank you so much for listening and supporting the weekly check-in podcast. We'll be back again with another special guest next week.